Hello everyone, welcome to the Redman TV. It's the build-up show, Liverpool, Man United this weekend. Wow, what a week. Um, yeah, I'm joined by Ben, I'm joined by Adam and by Ross as well to talk about this one. Ben, let's dive straight in. Um, mm. <laughs> Liverpool, top of the league. You just leave it at that. Yeah, Great. Um, let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It, it's a, it, we're entering into a whole new world now. We've had yeah. these games against Jose Mourinho, Manchester United, so many times down the years where he comes to spoil the party. He likes to try and make a show the world the blueprint for how to stop Liverpool, and it's worth a number of times down the years. Um, it would have been nice for us to have just a nice, easy game yeah. just to cement our place at the top. Yada yada yada. But look, ultimately, it isn't. It's Manchester United. They're not in great form, but it is a massive game and it should be one to look forward to. Yeah, I don't really, you know, say what you want about City, you know, the way the league is at the moment. This, These two games are our biggest of the season. These are the ones that I look for first when the fixture calendar comes out. These are the games that I want to win and, you know, I always... For years, I used to look forward to these games, particularly in the Van Haaland and things like that, and we, we always get beat and that's why I look forward to it the most because I just, I just I'm dying to... Lincoln beat them because yeah. we just never seem to manage it and I feel like at the moment the momentum's with us last night was such a big statement to do it you know I think you said it you know the fact that we played the team that we played and we won we've now got so many more options when it comes to team selection which we'll yeah. come to later but it feels like everything is is sort of the stars are aligning for us to go out and, and, and win at the weekend yeah absolutely I mean look Adam it's a it's a different kind of test for the, a, a very different <coughs> one that's been in, in, in recent years. Not in terms of Mourinho's style, because we know Mourinho's style hasn't changed in ten years. But the fact that we're now we're leading, we're leading the league. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's something we're not particularly used to. It. We were quite we were stressed and depressed when we were a couple of points behind Man City. Um, we're going to have to learn a whole new level of pain if Liverpool are going to go on and win the league, and if they're going to go and do it from this position. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, um, which, as you know, for me is a, a, an odd emotion. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Look, we're unbeaten in the Premier League. The one team I'd absolutely fucking despise to lose that to is this lot. Yeah. Like, we're the better team, by far, like by, by some distance. And um, I think it's, it's quoted on the, on the sheet they've got. Like the worst defensive record in the top half, along with Bournemouth, we should win this game. But it's that. It's more than that, isn't asshole. it? It's more than that. It was done it so many times. So he'll turn up and go, "Well, we're going to play a back eight, yeah. and then we'll we'll have." Ma I bet he plays Martial up front on his own. I bet he Martial's right through the middle, and it's just pace. <coughs> Mourinho will relish this. Now it's it, it's a double-edged sword to some extent, not because. Taking points off us gives hands Man City the advantage. But Mourinho, I was talking to my dad about this, Mourinho will love the notion that he can have a hand in the title, regardless of it. You know, So regardless of the outcome, whether it means that you know like City end up behind or City end up on top, he gets to go, he gets to you know, play play his part or something, which is a bit sad and weird, but that's Mourinho in a nutshell. Um, that's the level he's at now, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's what he's got to worry about is... Him affecting the title chances for someone else yeah. when he should be in that conversation and he's not. But he will go. He will go there today, and and he he will know. Uh, God, well, sorry, he'll go there at the weekend. He will know that he knows his job's under pressure. Mm -hmm. He knows that the fans are turning against him, but he knows also that getting any sort of results 
will be a much bigger, like a draw, a nil-nil draw or a one-all draw is a big result, just in terms of because, again, their fans will take satisfaction from seeing Liverpool lose points, you know what I mean? So he, he can win brownie points with their fans. Now, I'm sure there'll be Man United fans watching it who, who will disagree with that, and you should do, because Man United should be far better than this. Man United should be coming to Anfield with ambitions of, of, of winning the game and ambitions of challenging for the title. It's not happened because that's the nature of where they are. But he will take perverse pleasure in, like as he always does, in being anti-football and looking to stop Liverpool, looking to piss on Liverpool's parade first and foremost. Yeah, I think that's why it makes it more frustrating, the fact that the, the way we play our football compared to them, the way that he is compared to Klopp. You just think you don't want a miserable bastard winning football. Yeah, <laughs> it just, 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 just I bear. just don't think he got... enjoys football, Ross. I think he hates football, no, but... and I think he hates the, <clears throat> he hates the beauty of football. He hates creativity. He, he thinks football is a binary thing. He sees it in black and white. He sees it in numbers. He sees people as assets. He sees it in and in ways. He sees not. Stop! Not other teams not winning is winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's in a win-win situation. The fact that if he gets a point or 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 they win, he's bought himself another couple of weeks. But then if he loses, I don't think he's that arsed. Yeah. He get sacked and get a massive payout anyway. Yeah. And then results-wise, he said you know, he can stop Liverpool getting points. Well, City, their other main rivals, will just go top anyway. Yeah. So I think fine. he's trying to get sacked, but yeah. I don't think he wants to get sacked from this game. No. That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we don't get me wrong, I reckon if we absolutely pummeled them and it was five nil. He might not be there Monday morning. I'm not sure he can. He's going to get sacked because I think the problem is sacking Mourinho doesn't solve United's problems. No. It does it because you could get someone in. You could get someone in, and they'll, they'll let the shackles loose, and that team might you might get a tune out. Like if you gave it, if you let Carrick take over, and he just he did what like Di Matteo did um, off the back of uh, just Villas Boas' side of Chelsea, where Villas Boas. You know, kind of upset the apple cart and made all the old lads sit on the bench and blah blah blah. And then he just come in and went right, lads, go and do what you've been doing all this time. Um, they might do something there, but the, my United problems are not going to be fixed until they sort the the, the 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 hierarchy of the club out and they get a world class manager with a foot with forward thinking and a plan and, and and money to spend. Zidane, basically, which I'm not sure. I'm not sure why Zidane would want to come in midway through a season with that team. Well, knowing he, that he can't make any positive impacts on the I don't on think the he will come on in halfway through the season. I reckon if Zidane comes in, it'll be, they'll get like an interim. If that if that's his target, then you know th- they'll get an interim manager who does a job for a few months. Um, I will make a bet with you on camera that Jose Mourinho gets sacked the the minute that it becomes mathematically impossible for them to make the Champions League. It is cheaper for them as a clause in his contract that yeah. it's cheaper for them to sack him at the end of the season if they don't make top four. So they they they're the definitely Moyes, not going to sack him. got sacked now. as soon as he couldn't make yeah. top four mathematically, yeah. and it, that that's when that's what they're waiting for because it saves them like half the money they'd have to pay him. I think yeah. it's like but it takes could, from like eight to four mil. They could get someone in who'd get them Champions League football and they'd make money. They won't get Champions League with anyone this season. No, no I think no. they're too far off the pace now. They've done they're they're eight points off fifth, or like. <laughs> <laughs> Close to the bottom and the other top as well, I believe. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, this is lovely, isn't it? Like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I was such a genuine. I can't help but I baby. I made a video on this show on my turn months ago, and I said, you know, enjoy laughing at Man United while you can, um, because it won't last because they've got so much money and so much heritage. They're such a massive football club that they'll 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 buy the way back to success. It'll, it'll happen. It'll happen eventually. You just need to find the right the right blend and the right people and what have it'll happen. So, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. These are our most hated of rivals. They've enjoyed us being crap for years. Mm. Enjoy they've revelled they've been like pigs and shit. You know, Man United football club 
have existed to their modus operandi was centered around us. And there'll be many fans going, oh no, it's not, or probably in a cockney accent or whatever. Ha ha ha. Um, but the Alex Ferguson set out to knock Liverpool off their fucking perch. That was his that was his mission statement. Not not, not to get to 20 league titles, to knock Liverpool off their perch. That was what they existed for. That was what they, they that club was was mm. geared towards. Um so you know, we've got this rivalry and it's there and it's there for a reason. I don't like I'm not particularly a fan of the city of Manchester or the people or their accents or, or anything like that it's just how it is so we should revel in it and I really hope because our form at Anfield has been terrible against them I don't think we've beat them in the league since 2013 now obviously we beat them 2-0 in the, in the Europa League a couple of seasons back which was great but it's just draws and 1-0s I feel like this is the season Ross I feel like we're geared up for this we're, get, we're, we're better suited now against teams that do want to come and park the bus where get so much more experience that the vast majority of teams now come to Anfield and play like that this is why we've changed the formation this is why we've got the players like Shaqiri and, and, and Cater etc if Liverpool are going to finally get a good result against Man United at Anfield it does feel like this would be the season to do it I'm caught in two minds I completely agree with everything that you've just said and the quality and squad depth that we've got now and we've got different options and, and how we approach games is completely different to previous but then when it comes to this game, I just think form and everything else is just irrelevant mm. because of the stature of the game and the way that Mourinho is. He'll, he'll shit out his way to a, to a draw if he has to. There's times where we've, we've battered them yeah. and he's, he's, he's got a point. He's just, that's just the way that he is. Um, everything that you've just said is why United still fancy themselves a little bit. Yeah. Because it, it, Gary Neville said it on Monday night, so I said, I quite fancy them on, on Sunday because the, the, the pressure's on us. And we talked about you know that kind <coughs> of league pressure at the beginning of the show. But the actual, for years, we went into the Man United games as underdogs. Now it didn't do us any favour because because we always we always used to lose or what you know the, the John O'Shea era and things like that. But we on Sunday all the pressure is on us to deliver. Man United can go there with a bit of freedom. I disagree. I, can, I mean, I, I don't. Get, I'm not saying that it's pressure. I think there's pressure on both both teams. Mm. But it, the, look at where Man United are right now. We're 16 points better off than they are. But we're expected to beat them, aren't they? That's what I mean. We're really, really, I think the rest of the league. Given where we are, and given where they are, given the results they've had, they keep drawing at home. They, you know, they they, they lost comfortably away at City. That, that and that's another factor in it. True, all true. But their fans fucking hate us. Mm. They fucking hate us, and they should do because we fucking hate them. You can't tell me that the pre the, the pressure's not on them because their fans are having to put all, through all this. Look at Everton. Look how much how devastated they were with that with with, with the game the other week. Man United fans will be even worse now because Man United have been bloody good. They've been amazing for 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 the last twenty what for twenty five of the last mm. twenty eight years. They've been absolutely incredible, and they the weight of expectation on them. This game is so much, and they have had to. They have given us so much shit, and they are all shitting themselves because they can see the league table and they can see the form and all that. But they are clinging on to this hope that. They might, they've, they can still at least get something against us, and it won't fix the problems. But at least they can go. Ah, you see, back in your place, we are still better than you. Don't let the league fall. Oh, it's all bollocks. But we use these conceits in, in, in derbies, and we always have, and we always have done. If they come out and they're crap, and they play turgid football, and we cause them problems, their fans' heads are going to go big time, and it's going to, and 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 there's going to be two thousand odd monks in in Anfield who are going to be baying for blood if the, if, the, if the game doesn't go their way. So, 
Gary Neville, this is why I, I, I don't mind Gary Neville as a pundit. I think he's a very good pundit. But he chats so much shit when he talks about Man United and Liverpool because he's a fan just like us. Mm. He tries to come across like, you know, like, oh no, I'm above this all because I'm a pundit and I'm a class. Okay, nah, it's horseshit. He's a fan. He, he, he talks a good game the same way that we all do, but he, you can't attack the fact that he's not neutral in this. He would he is deliberately playing the game. He's trying to make out like there's no pressure on Man United. The pressure is ludicrously big on Man United because can you imagine what their fan base is going to be like if we tonk them at the weekend and and they're the best part of 20 points behind us in the league and they are not even within touching the distance of Champions League football and they're probably below Bournemouth again and Everton again in the league, etc, etc. Maybe, maybe not Everton. I think obviously. all he means is, though, uh, is that, you know, with regards to the pressure being on us, is that they are underdogs. The pressure is on, uh, look, pressure is on us because we're top of the league. Yeah. And if we want to say top but of the league, we, we need to win we, our games. We almost certainly won't be by the time this game kicks off. You know, City yeah. have got Everton at the Etihad. That might be... Oh, it's a foregone conclusion. That's Lions, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's lions being chucked a load of meat. Like yes. that's gonna be. I reckon that'll be a a, a genuine mall and four or five, maybe more. Okay. I, I think so. C- come kick off on Sunday, we, we'll probably be second again, and we're, we're we're fighting to get back on top of that league. Like the, the pressure's there. But on the on 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 the flip, there is there is pressure, but there's the best kind of pressure. Yeah. And you know, and again, we talk about this. There's a there's a crucible of fire and, and pain that this Liverpool side has been constructed in, and and. Let's be honest. There's never been a better time to play Man United in the, in the Premier League era than there is literally right now. Because as I say, well, look, I don't, that's not that's not a, that's not a jinx thing. That's a, mm. just a simple. It's a simple fact of where they are. They are they are poised to self-combust, and they've got so much pressure, and they're not playing a, a great great brand of football. They're trying to, they're having to be more pragmatic than they than they ever have been. I think this notion that they're absolutely crap is, is wrong. You know, they've only lost two in the last ten. It's not like they're losing games week in, week out. They're still a, a very dangerous outfit with some bloody good players who can cause us problems, sure. But they can't afford to drop any more points though, can they, really? No, but I wouldn't want to go to Old Stafford for this game. You know, I'd I'd I'd, I'd, I'd want to go with a little bit more of comfort zone at the top if I was going to Old Stafford. But coming to Anfield, again, yes they've caused they, yes we haven't beaten them, but they they haven't beaten us. You know, they've been coming to Anfield and, and, and stigging draws out for years. Now, we'd be stupid not to have a sense of confidence. Not arrogance, by the way. Not cockiness. We'd be stupid not to be confident going into this because... We're the better team. Well, we are the better team. By, by uh, Again, by some distance. Yeah. By 16 points, um, to be exact. Injury concerns obviously makes it a bit of a concern for us, Ross. Um, we know, obviously, Tyler Phil Mitchell was going to be getting a scan. We know Gomez is obviously still out. James Miller apparently had cramp, which is encouraging because we might well need him him, him at right back in this game. And Matip's getting his shoulder looked at as well, apparently. Apparently so, presumably on on some sort of high stool or stilt uh, to get up there because he's a big man. Um, it's not great, uh, you know. It would like it'd be lovely to go in absolutely full strength. <coughs> ben alluded to it as something that I'd said ahead of the team selection for Napoli. Cater was on the bench. Fabinho was on the bench. Shakiri was on the bench. Sturridge is. We've got Sturridge there as an option still as well. Arigi. We actually have the ability. Sorry, Arigi. Arigi. You know, we've got the ability to make changes for this game, maintain the freshness. Our game was the night before, albeit slightly more intensity than Man United's Valencia game. Um, we were at home as well. We, we should be in good shape for this one. Yeah, I think that they're in a similar position there. They've got loads of defensive problems at the minute. The only slight difference is they've they're already through in their group. So it depends if they want to finish top of their group, what team they play. He could, he could put a second eleven out if he, if he wants yeah. to, and it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Um, but I think we've 
we spoke about it all season so far. The major difference is the, the depth and quality that we have now. We're not we're not replacing people with shit. We're replacing people with healthy competition mm -hmm. and people that want to stake a claim in that team and go into the, the busy fixtures, which is the best thing for me. To, I, I put Shakiri in my team because he will cause problems mm -hmm. in that defence, which is already shocking as it is. And he, he's, he's got the character for me to want to cause damage to Man United. Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. Well, um, we're going to get into the, the lads' preferred 11s in a moment, how they think the Mighty Reds are going to line up for this one. Before we do, little ad break. It is free view week. I've been banging this drum all week long, and I should do because it's brilliant. All the amazing content that we normally put behind the paywall on the RedmenTV.com is free for you to check out on YouTube. You get a free month trial, then it's £5 a month thereafter. You have a little bit of a glimpse of the kind of stuff that we do. Um, it helps make all of this stuff possible. So if you want to support us, or if you just want loads of brilliant Liverpool content, we've got you covered from all of those kind of avenues. So yeah, go to the RedmenTV.com. TV.com and shine up. Um, preferred 11 time then, Ross. Yep. Uh, you have gone 4 2 3 1. Yep. You have gone with the Genie Fabinho two man axis in midfield, which yep. has worked pretty well so far. Yep. Um, I think, just to clarify on, on all of this stuff, every one of us has put Trent at right back. I think we, you know, we don't know what his, his state of his fitness at the moment, but I think, as I say, preferred, we would all prefer Trent to be fit. Mm. Um, and you've oh. gone, yes, yeah, Salah restored to the centre forward position. Yeah, exactly what was just touched on before. Having them four, well, I think we, we will destroy them if we play that. They have so many defensive issues and injuries and problems. I just think we will be paying for blood to ourselves to to, to beat them. Um, putting them four there, I think you're fine. And the security of Fabinho and Genie in the middle, Fabinho plays a lot better when he's got someone next to him. Yeah. Um, and then Bobby in a deeper role, again, is effectively another midfielder. So you've got the bodies in midfield to, to defend when we need to. Uh, the only way that's going to be skewed if, if Trent's injured, then I, I put Milner in there at right back. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, Adam, you have gone 4 3 3. Fabinho, Anker, and Genie, Cater in the midfield, and Firmino, centre forward. Yeah, um, again, as uh, Ross was saying there, uh, if, uh, if Trent's out, then. It's Milner for me at right back. I think four three three, as we've seen last night against Napoli, is still our most fluent and productive formation. Mm -hmm. It's difficult for me to leave Shakiri out when he's been so good. Yeah, but I think Case has been great. I think we're starting to see in, in the past couple of games. I think he'll be really important when they play two two lines because mm -hmm. they will. They, like they're going to come and do that for a large part of this game. I think. At breaking those lines, Cater will be very useful in the first 60, 70 minutes. And then if it's still no, 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 looking for a goal, then you bring Shakiri in. Um, the, the two of Fabinho and Wijnaldum, that, will be, that would be for me with Fabinho playing the six on his own. But it's also able to transition in it. Genie can always tuck in and you can almost play Cater towards the 10 role as well. Um, when I'm, sure, I think he'd flourish there. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, and if that's the team on Sunday, I'll be absolutely made up. And yeah. the front three picks itself, obviously. Absolutely. And Ben, you've done something very, very similar, in fact, but you've brought uh, Henderson instead of Fabinho. Yeah. Um, there was obviously a few decisions to be made. Really, first of all, the formation. Um, I think you know, Matt, I know this is preferred 11s, but I can't help but bring in a little bit of what I think he's going to do. And in the big games this season, he's, he's definitely opted for the 4 3 3. You know, in, in the games against Tottenham and City and things like that, he was playing Salah on the right hand side. Now, it's interesting, I don't know if he'll do that on Sunday because last season, if you remember rightly, um, 
Yeah. Ashley Young dealt with Salah very well, yeah. particularly in the Old Trafford game, and I didn't. I, I, I'm, I don't know whether he'll try and switch things up on Sunday to try and get Salah central and worry the centre backs rather than the right back. You know, Ashley Young's a year older. You know, maybe you know, there's a, maybe he'll have a bit more trouble this time, but I don't know if that will come into his thinking. I think, but also I think Salah might want revenge on that as well. Well, mm. may, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but you know, it's, it's, it's easier said than done. And in regards to Henderson, I think <laughs> he was immense last night. Um, and I think it's it's difficult to drop him after last night, particularly, and I know it's a stigma at the moment within the fan base around the captain's armband, but to drop your captain after last night's performance, how, yeah. how good he was, I think that's going to be difficult to do, regardless of what, who you think the captain should be. I think, you know, I think... There's no reason to take him out of the team, same with Genie, and that's the reason for me why, why, I think, why I've gone that way. Well, again, the, the, the big question mark is, is that midfield and how to figure out. My my feeling is this, is that I think 4-3-3 works best when you're playing teams you want to play, you give you mm. the game. I don't think Man United are going to come to give us a game. I think we know exactly how they're going to line up. They're going to come in, they're going to look to, to spoil it, they're going to look to stifle us. And 4-2-3-1 has been constructed for that reason. That is to get the four attacking lads on the pitch and have them try and unlock as many defences as possible. And you put Salah centre-forward because you know if you're going to give one lad in our team a sniff, yeah. you're giving it to our best goal scorer. Um, as much as I, I, I was thrilled by Salah's performance back out wide against Napoli, I just don't think we're going to be given that much space and opportunity. So I went 4-2-3-1 and I agreed with the Henderson shout, to be honest. I put Henderson Fabinho as, the, as my yeah. axis in, in midfield. It would be unfair on Genie because I think he's been class and I think they have looked better as a, as a partnership. So that, that might be a possibility, of course. It's just worth remembering there's a, lot, there's a lot of football matches to be played and there's a lot of energy being uh, you know exerted in some of these games, particularly midweek. So as much as people go, well, Henderson, because he's the captain, he's got to play. I, I keep saying it, I don't think Klopp gives a fuck. I think he plays the team that he thinks is most capable of getting the results on the day. Um, Henderson probably should play and probably and I say I think I, I would play him in this one. Um and I would go, yeah, I would play Shakiri from the right Firmino, Mane Salah, because that's the job at hand. The job at hand is Man United are going to try and defend for the lives and we're going to have 90 minutes to unpick that and try and score goals. And I think we've seen more and more that that is the formation that we go for when we try to do that. But you know, we'll have to see as the uh, as Kirchhoff approaches on that one. Um, let us know your preferred 11s in the comments below. Um, <coughs> pardon me, let's just have a quick look at the rival fixtures then for this week. As mentioned by Adam earlier, Man City, Everton is the early kickoff on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be glorious if Everton did something? I don't think their fans want them to do anything. <laughs> I think their fans are all playing for the L here. Um, Spurs bailing at three o'clock. Again, you'd fancy Spurs to take all three points there. Moving on to the Sunday, there before our game, Brighton hosts Chelsea and Southampton hosts Arsenal. So this is one of those uh, games, isn't it, Ross, game weeks where we are the team who... That is, we are the team, what's the word, sort of budgeted to, to drop points here because it's the big it's the big top six-ish, thanks to Man United's current position, um, rivalry there. That it, puts, so it does put pressure on, as we've discussed, of course. Um, Man City will, will go and get their points. They'll sit back, they'll put their feet up. There's a really there's a there's a fantastic opportunity here for us to continue the narrative that we have been spinning in the last two over the last fortnight that this is our season, and we've got it's a there's a massive opportunity to get in Man City players' heads because they're all going to be watching that game. And if we can put on a show, mm. given that Man City are probably going to absolutely dick Everton everywhere, um, especially just, after they lost that Chelsea game, yeah. Mm. My, I'd, I'd be, I'm all in for this. I'm all in for Man City beating Everton five 0 an absolute canter. And then we just rock up and we beat Man United 2-0 or 3-0 or something like that. And the Man City players go, ah, what have we got to do? I'm here for that. 
that's what we, we need to do. That's why we're we want to be where we are. I think um, everyone else playing first. I don't. I, <coughs> we're in the back of the players' minds, but I, I think we again we developed the mentality of we need to win every game, yeah. regardless of what happens and who we're playing and, and where anyone else is at. Just go in. You're focusing three points. I know it's a cliche, but that's just. What we've well, developed let's, now. let's get out of this loser mentality of like, oh, oh, so oh hard it's so hard. We've got to beat Man United. We've just got to be beaten since we're unbeaten in the league. We, we, when was the last time we lost the game at Anfield? And yes, these are all things that have well, honestly, <laughs> like, but these are all the things. That, <laughs> but this is all the things. Adam, where I think we we worry too much about the worst case scenario, and it's look at it exists. It's not our job to worry about the worst case scenario. That and it's I don't, it's not anyone's job to be fair. You know, the, uh, the Liverpool squad and the management team is their job is to focus on the positive and to find ways to make to continue to make the win. Let's focus happen. on the opposite then. Well, imagine come half two on Saturday that Everton have snuck a, a one nil <laughs> win at City. Can you imagine <coughs> the, the the Liverpool dressing room then the, the opportunity to go four points clear to Manchester City? That's Everton. when we'll bottle it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely more. But um, no, look, I think need... Southampton will be Arsenal. I think, oh, I think that's new manager there. syndrome in it. Yeah, why not? Um, we look if we're going to win the league, we need to get out of, the, of this just fearful shithouse mentality. We we've been brilliant so far this season. We deserve to be top of the league. We deserve to be where we are. We will drop points as the season progresses. It could happen against Man United, but it's just as likely, you know, based on form, based on all those things. We, this could be the time when we do get that that win. It's going to be stressful, everyone. It's going to be an absolute nightmare at times because, yes, if you thought it was stressful when we were chasing, it's going to be ten times more stressful leading from the front. But look, if we're going to, if we want to win the league, then we're going to have to win more games than we lose. We're going to have to pick up wins. We're going to have to continue the form at Anfield. This is what it is, you know. If we want to get back to a world where we have the shit house mentality, then yeah, great force. Wasn't that lovely? No, it was boring. It was shit. Let's just win a league title, if that's all right with everyone. Yeah. yeah. What is great is that we're now in a position where Liverpool and, and the fans, all of us, genuinely expect to win every game. Mm-hmm. And not in a Do bad you, way. Yeah, like, yeah. we go in there, we, and like, not in like, oh, this will be fine, sit back. Like, like Arsenal in the early noughties where they used to turn up at the picnic hampers. And, uh, and just watch Thierry Henry score four goals and be like, oh, pish posh, this is all fine. Mm. Like, no, we go there with an expectation based in passion and fury and, 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 you know, exactly, you know, like, this is not, we don't expect to win by by default. We turn up and we earn every, we've earned every point that we've won this season in, in, in a whole variety of ways and, yeah, more of the same at the weekend. Please, Reds. Uh, Ross, score prediction? 5-0. Fuck off. <laughs> go for it. 2-0. Uh, okay. Um, Three nil, one nil. I think two nil. Two to Liverpool. I think I, I, I just want this to be another one of those games where it's just a comprehensive performance. They don't land a land a blow on us, and we just get the business done. But you're right, Ross. There would be <coughs> there would be something, and we talked about this last week about how the way in which we've achieved those wins in the last week, and we with Man City dropping points of of the last gasp win against Everton, turning a one goal deficit around against Burnley, and then smashing Bournemouth. It would there would be nothing more demoralising for Man City for them to win heavily and then for us to win heavily as well. I don't expect that because Man United are still a fantastic team. They've still got some absolutely amazing players and they do have the ability to cause us problems. But I just hope that the story's right. And the story this season is that Liverpool are an elite level football club and Man United are a waning power and Mourinho is a waning power. 
and I feel like I, I feel like we've passed them, and we have domestically already in terms of the league, the league table. But I do feel like I feel like the story's ready to be written of us finally getting a good result against them and, and using it as a, as, a, as a catalyst to move forward. So, yeah, um, let me know your score predictions in the comments below. Like the video, of course, as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the RedmenTV.com. As I say, I hope you're enjoying Freeview Week. Loads of great stuff we've put out there this week in, in video form and in podcast form as well. So if you want to check out that, um, so if you, if you like the content on the go, we normally just put out the normal podcast and the build-up show and the instant match reaction. All the shows we do, we do in podcast form as well. So you can have us in your ears, whether you like that or not. Um, guys, <laughs> now I'm actually starting to think about it. It's nervous excitement, uh, but great stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to everyone for joining us. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing, and I will see you at the weekend.